0: hi and welcome back to self-love with rihanna marie i am your host rihanna marie i am a 19 year old self-love coach with a passion to authentically share my experience this podcast is all about blending light-hearted conversation with vulnerable truth This is your space to feel safe and understood in your beautiful mess, to grasp inspiration for your self-love journey, and to hear valuable wisdom from a variety of hand-picked guests. I welcome you to start a bubble bath, make a cup of tea, lay out in nature, and just make a self-care moment out of this. It is now time to let the healing begin. Darlings. Welcome back. This episode is quite special. This one's going to be, you know, different than the others and just really an exploration, a bit about me and my story when it comes to this and also um, just a lot of little nuggets, gold nuggets and pieces that I think you can take with you today. So we're on video again. I hope you guys are enjoying that. It's really fun to do both. I, it's crazy. Like I started when I was 11 years old, I started my YouTube channel. So I'm kind of really used to being on video. It's somewhere inside of my soul for sure. But today we're talking about where self-love and spirituality meet. And I'm really, really talking to you about spirituality and what it is. And I just want to talk about the beautiful magic of blending the power of spirituality with the power of self-love. It's a, true recipe in my opinion to inner happiness and inner peace in a lot of ways but first and foremost i want you to know that this is a really safe space for all beliefs you know no matter where you're at in your journey or if you're nowhere in your journey you're so welcome here with me and you'll learn really soon that uh despite having you know a a pretty clear picture of what my beliefs are and my experiences are i am super 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 respectful compassionate understanding and open to the multitude of beliefs that exist on this planet right and so um you're always welcome to come to me with wherever you're at And it doesn't have to be anything like me at all. And I'm still going to love you. And, you know, I talk about this a lot with my boyfriend. And we love exploring, like, different forms of spirituality and different opinions. and even beyond spirituality, just having a respect and an openness to other people's opinions. It's so, so, so important. So you're safe here. And I just ask that if you do stay for this episode to to invite yourself to open your mind to invite yourself to um maybe explore something a little bit new right and just have fun with it right so like i'm gonna get what you might call woo woo what you might call woo woo right and for me it's just my life and it's just so normal to me because spirituality is a very 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 sacred sorry tanner keeps texting me (laughs) let me turn that off um spirituality is a very very sacred uh important part of my life and uh it's a part of my everyday life and and truly it's a part of who i am so There's so much room here to explore something new with me. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure we know that this is a safe space here. And uh, it's important to me to practice non-judgment in all forms. Like if you experience coaching with me, then you experience a really, really cool amount of non-judgment. And um, it's a beautiful thing that I get to practice. And I practice this here too, but I'm going to dive all in. I'm going all in. I'm going to tell you all about what I do. I'm going to tell you about my story. I'm going to tell you about how I see spirituality. And then you get to pick what resonates and leave what doesn't. But I think a lot of you, especially if you are drawn to me, um, this is going to feel really good for you. So first of all, you know, I had a really hard time. I remember when I started talking about self-love online, I was like, really scared to talk about spirituality for some reason and i think that it was because i knew it was it was taboo and a space of uh of judgment often and a, and a space of misunderstanding for a lot of people and so i was a little bit worried to talk openly about it and i think part of that too was that it's so sacred to me there's something about it that's really really special like i often i'm if I'm with friends who are not spiritual, I'm not trying to um, prove my beliefs. I never try to prove my beliefs about this because they're just so special to me, if that makes sense. And I and I don't feel the need to fight for them. Yeah, so I I hold them really near and dear to my heart. And so at the beginning, I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna talk about it or how I'm gonna bring it up. But then, you know, I started doing my work and I've been doing what I'm doing for a little over two years now, and I, and I talk about it all the time, but probably not as deeply as I would like to. And so I think this will be a really good space to open up a deeper conversation. So to me, spirituality is really just the journey of self-realization. And I'm going to explain more what that means, but it's it's really about realizing yourself. I see spirituality not as learning something new, but actually just remembering the truth that has always been there. And that's what it felt like for me when I was having my spiritual awakening, so to speak. And also in layman's terms, I think that it is just the belief in something larger than you. So I'm going to talk a lot about how you can kind of maybe explore what your higher power might be. And one thing is that I've always said this is that your higher power can be anything you want it to be. It doesn't have to be the Christian God. It doesn't have to be the Christian Jesus. and it doesn't have to be energy. and it can be whatever you want it to be. So if you see God um, as your best friend, freaking awesome, right? Just choose a a an exploration, a vision of your higher power that works for you. I mean, Some people even choose nature, right? Because it's clearly this thing that kind of works on its own and it's an energy that is larger than us. And so, and so find something that feels larger than you, that you want to believe in that you want to feel empowered by and supported by. Um, and it's really cool because there's a lot of room for individuality there. And I even think sometimes the word God can scare people, right? Because it has this very specific connotation to it. You're gonna—I'll probably use God a lot in this episode because it's my term uh, that I use. However, when I when I think of God, it's not necessarily that 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 one view of God we kind of has have as a society. For me, it's just kind of what I can put my view of spirituality into two in one word. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, I'm praying to God, I'm meditating with God, I'm uh, whatever it is. Um, but I think there's a lot of things that God really truly encompasses. And so um, just remember that that's something that you get to choose and you get to have your own relationship with, because just like self-love, which is a relationship to yourself, this is a relationship that you get to have your own personal identity with, and nobody can tell you what that needs to look like, right? And if religion is is your way of exploring spirituality, that's so beautiful, right? There's a footwork laid out. And the truth is, here here on Earth, we have like so many forms of spirituality, you guys. I mean, there's there's Buddhism, there's Taoism, there's Christianity, there's Catholicism, there's yoga, there's meditation. There's just mindfulness. There's like so many pathways to spirituality. And I've always found that my favorite thing is just to pick from pick a little bit from all of the things that feel really good to me and kind of make my own. And I see that spirituality really gives the space for that and the opportunity for that. So yeah, it's self realization and it's remembering and it's just believing in something larger than you. That's all. So let's talk about my journey a little bit, and this is where we're going to get real into it. (laughs) Okay. So when it comes to self-love and spirituality, I I couldn't do one without the other, personally. Um, Their blend is what accelerated my growth, and I think the blend of the two is what allowed me to transform so fully only at 16 so for that reason it's really close to home for me and and it also really 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 helped me from that pattern that you guys know i was in where i was always reaching outside to fill this void and sometimes you'll hear hear me say i said this in the last episode that um when we're doing that when we're reaching outside to fill voids what's happening is it's a god-sized hole because it's so big you can't keep filling it with people or drugs or quick fixes, right? And so part of it is the self-love. Part of it is diving into yourself and finding yourself to fill that up. But for me, it was also finding something so big like God and like the universe and like spirituality to also fill that space. And essentially, I saw that that was coming from inside of me. And uh, that was a really big part for me. So, you know, I grew up, And my mama's very spiritual, and my nana is, and my grandpa is, and they're deeply spiritual people. And so although I talk a lot about the toxicity and the mess of my childhood, which is still very true, there were these aspects there that were really, really, really tender and beautiful. And I just remember, you know, my nana would lay outside with me in the backyard, and she would talk to me about the fairies and the gnomes, and she would talk to me about God and there was something in that that always felt really safe to me. And she was really, really intuitive. And so was my mom. Um, and Nana was so intuitive and, and she would get these messages, she would get these, you know, intuitive hits. And I was a little girl and she would tell me them and my whole life I have watched them happen. And it gives me chills because it's one of my purest forms of like proof, I guess, for spirituality because I, I was just little and I would watch her, you know, she'd get these messages, she'd get these intuitive hits, these knowings, she'd have these dreams. She's a Pisces. If you like astrology, she's your very typical Pisces. And she would tell me these things and I'd be like, okay. And then I'd watch them happen. And it gave me, I think my first bit of spiritual truth. And You know, I remember coming into the world and a couple of things, and this is so personal to me. So um, I I pray that everybody here is here in their heart. But, you know, I I remember growing up and I, I wanted to fly and I thought I could frickin fly. Actually, no, I didn't think I could fly. I was positive that I could fly. And I used to practice flying and I would like jump off my bed and I'd get so frustrated because I knew it. I knew I could fly. I'd have these incredible dreams where I was flying and I used to get really sad about it because I was like, why can't I fly here? It's so freaking weird. And I also had this feeling from a very young age and it was that I knew I had purpose here. And it's hard to describe because I remember being very young having that knowing of like, I, I'm here for a reason. There's a reason that I'm here. And this is all gonna tie together, I promise, it always does. And, you know, I I move into my life and shit gets gnarly and chaotic and the opposite of spiritual, right? So I'm in the other form of escapism. And a lot of spiritual people talk about, you know, battling addictions because, because they want to, how can I put this into into a beautiful way of putting this? It's not quite escapism, but it sort of is. It's like they know there's more here, right? I knew there was more here, and this this standard way of living was not enough, and it was very uncomfortable. And so at first I went to escapism when it came to addiction and people and all of that stuff. And then I was able to find what I was really looking for when it came to spirituality. And I remember throughout the darkest, darkest, darkest points of my life, I would have intuition and I would feel God. And to me, that was like um, maybe in my dreams or with my Nana. And I knew, and I, and I believed in God. I always did. I always believed in God and uh, I just didn't listen. I just didn't utilize that belief. And I would have these intuitive hits, and I would ignore them completely. And I would listen to that other part of me that wanted to escape, that wanted to self-destruct. And I would totally just discount um, the intuition, the knowings, all of the stuff. And I abused it in a lot of ways. I used to, like, pray that no one would find out um, that I was using drugs or anything like that. And another thing that happened to me really young, before my spiritual awakening, and this was a thing for me all of my life. I, um, if you know what being an empath is, I'm going to talk about it later. I found that I was often getting these these very interesting pains from the inside, um, and it was like if somebody was emotionally hurting, I'd feel it in my stomach and my solar plexus and i'd get this like this hit but it but i knew it wasn't mine and it was so weird and i would get this feeling and then if someone was in physical pain the back of my thighs would hurt and i had no clue what that was i just thought we all got that i really i was just like yeah we all get the the pains whatever um and then i realized later what that was when i had my spiritual awakening i was 16 years old I was finally ready to let go of all of the addictions, all of the self-destruction, all of the stuff. And I needed something bigger than me, you guys. I needed more. And I needed something that was going to to really put me on a new path. And uh, I reached out and I started exploring spirituality. And this is the first thing that happened to me. My mom goes, She goes, you know, Rihanna, I think you might be an empath. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I looked it up and it was the first time in my life that something was so wildly accurate that I couldn't ignore it. And it was all about um, being an empath, which is essentially being somebody who is very sensitive to the energies of other people. And they talked all about, you know, you'd get these pains when someone was hurting, whether emotionally or physically. And all of these other things that would happen to me, like getting drained in certain people's space or or being, you know, energized in people's space, like knowing what people were feeling before they were feeling it or before they told me and all of these kinds of things. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm afraid an empath! What the hell is that? And I was like, God, this sounds like some psychic ability stuff. And I and I I don't think it is because I actually think that everybody it has empathic abilities, and I think that we all can really feel each other because everything is energy. But it it uh, it sprouted my life. It it literally did so much for me reading that, and so I started I started trying it out, <laughs> and I remember. I would, you know, I'd get a ping and I started to realize it was when people were having anxiety. And a lot of people in my life have experienced this with me. And I would get this like ping and I started to go out on a limb and I would turn to the person who I kind of felt like it was. And I would just go, are you having anxiety right now? And the thing about anxiety is that people hide it, right? I just made a video on it. You can't see it. It's it's so, it's this in, inner experience of torture and, uh, you know, you can't tell nobody's showing it. And so I would ask them and they would look at me like wide eyed, like, what the hell, how do you know that? And it would birth these incredible conversations where I could help this person. And it's so cute thinking of 16 year old Rihanna, just exploring all these things. Cause they're all so normal to me now. And I was like, in pure awe, And I would get to help these people and I kept trying it out. And I would just go out on a limb and ask people whenever I got the ping. So it started to tell me a lot of things. And for me, um, I just began exploring. I started reading spiritual books. I started talking to my Nana a lot more. I began practicing meditation. And I remember when I first started meditating, I was I, I was convinced that I couldn't and I really didn't understand what it was. And I and I struggled with it. But I started with guided meditations on YouTube and then I and I exponentially built and I really, really watched myself um, gain more um, ability and comfortability when it came to meditation and I would just kind of accelerate and I just kept practicing it. And I'd have these incredible, almost psychedelic experiences and. Um, all of these, all of these just amazing things that would happen to me. And I read this book. um, Gosh, I don't know what it was. I'm going to have to find it. It was just this, it was this spirituality book. And there were these chapters and you would learn a new part. You'd learn about like your higher self or intuition or tapping into energy. And um, I just would practice all of them. And I, I started reading cards, Oracle cards and tarot cards. And I'd, had these incredible experiences with them and they were so accurate. And I would, I started reading for my friends and I had a lot of people cry with me and um, I birthed this deep connection to what I called the universe and what, and what I experienced as God. And it made me feel, and it still makes me feel this way so much less alone. And in a lot of the darkest moments of my life and the hardest points in my life, Having what I what feels like a backup team was incredible and saved me and really, really, really just made me feel like I was supported and I was guided. And I just began to tune in. And so whether this feels like to you that spirituality, it's not about God, it's not about the universe, it's about your intuition, which is such a cool way to look at it, and I know some people who see spirituality that way, like it's really just tuning into your consciousness and the truth that's within you. That's great too. Right. And, and it, and by telling you a little bit about my experience and I don't, I didn't expect to talk so much about some of those pieces, but there was definitely a reason that I did, you know, um, I was essentially just remembering all these things that I had always had within me. And, um, when my grandpa died, I got to have some of the most incredible spiritual experiences of my life. He was a very, very spiritual man and a very devoted, um, yogi and meditation practitioner. And I love him so much. And, um, I used to have these incredible psychic dreams with him and I could talk to him and feel him. And, um, I'd have a lot of synchronicities and, Oh, one of the first things I woke up to when I was waking up to was angel numbers. So maybe you experience this. They're like repeating numbers. Uh, like I see four, four right now. And uh, oh, I loved them. I was like, I got, I would get so excited about them. And I still do. I still like seeing them, but I really got excited about them at the beginning. Because when you're waking up, essentially, you're just like, eyes wide open, experiencing all this new stuff. You're like, whoa, there's so much synchronicity. Whoa, when I have intuition, it's true, because you start practicing your intuition, and you practice meditation, and you have this incredible experience, and you start receiving, and you like notice that there's sort of this way that everything flows together. And there's this beautiful makeup to everything here. And In a lot of ways, there's a rhyme and a reason, and it kind of helps you to not float so much. Um, You know, so it became, and this is what it can be for you, it became a source of safety, guidance, creativity, tapping into the unseen for me, recognizing synchronicities. And I use it deeply, deeply, deeply every day, right? I use it all the time. I, uh, I love to read cards. I love to meditate. I love to just like close my eyes, tap into my intuition and just hear a couple messages, just hear those whispers of my soul. And they might be God. They might be the universe. They might just be my intuition. To me, I think it's a mix of all of it. And to continue following those waves throughout my life. And, um, and I love blending it into coaching. Sometimes I don't. Um, I'm really open to whatever the girl wants to do, whether she wants to, you know, explore that she already is spiritual or she doesn't want anything about it at all. But um, it's really, really, really fun when I get to blend the two in coaching. It's quite, quite special. And I get to meditate with the girls and talk about those things and get all esoteric. And it's like, it's a gift. It, it's a gift. It connects you. It connects you to other people. It connects you to yourself and it connects you to the all that is. And there's something so special about it. And, you know, I use my intuition a lot. Like I often, when I'm going to make a video, I, I ask that whatever's supposed to come through comes through. And when I have to make a decision, I take a moment with my intuition. And instead of before where I ignored my intuition, I I get to listen to it. I get to follow it. I get to take action on it. And it's beautiful watching how your life unfolds when you do that, right? Okay, so, you know, so we're going to go into right now, I'm going to talk about a couple different like fun spaces of spirituality that you can try out. I am going to pull us a card from this new deck. It's called a yogic path. And I'm also just going to talk a little bit about how you can begin. Okay, so um, I gave you a lot of my story, but when you when you begin, it's it's just simple, right? Like probably a lot of what I just said might have been weird, <laughs> you know, might have been uncomfortable, or or wherever you're out on your journey, that was like, oh my god, she gets it. Thank God, I love hearing this, right? Or a mix of both. And so I'm going to talk to you a bit about, you know, just some fun things to try out when you want to explore spirituality and some of my favorite ways to begin. And really this, it, if you're on the self-love path or you're trying to heal, it helps you feel so much less alone as you heal. And it allows you to tap into this power that supports your healing. And it changes the self-love game. You don't need it, but it changes the game. And in my experience, it was really important to have it. Um, and you can get this new source of safety, this new guidance system. You can tap into the unseen. And and you know, when it comes to this, like if you're brand, brand, brand new, try it out. And if it doesn't end up feeling good in a year or whatever, let it go, right? And, and explore what resonates with you and leave the rest it's really important to do that when you're beginning right and there is no right way okay there's no right way and and even the things that i suggest they're not the right way they're just a way right i mean uh sorry i'm moving hold on i'm getting uncomfortable (laughs) um like think about religions right there's so many different kinds and All religions feel as though they've found the right way, but every single religion feels that way. And essentially, they're all praying to something. They're all believing in something. What if we're all just praying and believing in the same thing, right? And there's different forms and ways to connect to it. I really like thinking about it that way and taking that perspective because it gives me a lot of compassion for religions, right? And we can let go of that rigidity of it needing to be perfect. So to begin, if you would like to find and you have, you have a clean slate and you're like, I don't know who my higher power is, but I want to explore it. This is my favorite practice. I want you to write a best friend list. And what I mean by that is I want you to write a list of all of the qualities character qualities that your ideal best friend would have. It'll probably sound something like they listen to me. They're kind to me. They don't judge me. They spend time with me. Um, They have unconditional love for me. I feel safe. Um, They help show me what I don't see in myself, right? Like, like those real true qualities of a best friend. I want you to write that out in a list. And there's two things that you're going to do with this. Um, this practice actually changed my life. This was probably one of the things that uh, catapulted me into my spirituality. And um, then what you're going to do is, one, you're going to freaking start treating yourself that way from your self-love coach, hi, because we want to be treating ourselves like we're our own best friend, so do that first and you can turn them into affirmations and you can practice it every day. And the second thing you're gonna do is realize that that's your higher power because it's your best friend. It's not an enemy. It's not someone who wants to give you consequences. It's something that loves you and that you get to connect to and have by your side. Like God is my co-pilot, right? Like you get to walk through life with your higher power. So there you go. That's your higher power. And then explore a couple different ways of like how you might see your higher power. So maybe you do a couple drawings or you go on Pinterest or you kind of ask other people. ooh. And you can just explore what it might be for you. So maybe it's a goddess. Maybe it's not God. Maybe it's feminine. Maybe it's masculine. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's the sun or just energy or the universe, the, all that is, you know, and there's, there's no symbol for it, right? And you can change that. There's so much room to shift what your beliefs are. My beliefs have shifted, right? And I've had a second spiritual awakening as well. And I've, you know, deepened my practices and, and, and what and how I explore spirituality many times. So it's not like you're going to lock it in, but pick something and allow it to be a source for you of exploration and a source for you that you can tap into and then find ways to explore like google things you know watch um videos by people who talk about spirituality and and use your discernment your ability to you know pick if that's going to work for you or not find some books right and practice using your intuition like just pick the one that feels good right not the one that seems the best pick the one that just feels right in your heart that's a part of spirituality it's tapping in your intuition and going with the flow feeling into your heart space right so pick pick things like books and then try out meditating start meditating but you know practice a couple more spiritual meditations like connecting to your higher power there's lots of those on youtube or connecting to your higher self or your inner child or you know um anything like that and uh grab like a deck of cards if you want to try those like oracle cards or tarot cards and there's no right way just freaking try just pull a couple right see if it feels good get a reading from somebody right explore astrology which isn't necessarily spirituality but a fun add-on um you know you can uh start making practices like you light a candle and you light an incense and you meditate for 10 minutes and then you pull a card and then you journal stream of consciousness which is where you just let yourself write, and it's just tuning into more of that flow that's within you right uh practicing yoga but just a lot of like like learn right um just begin looking at things ask people in your life who are spiritual about what they do and and what they believe in. And and you'll see you're going to draw it to you. Sorry, if you hear people, there's people in the house. But, uh, you know, once you begin, uh, it's going to show up in your life and you're going to see it around and you're going to have conversations with people because there's there's this excitement when you start and when you wake up that like it's unmatched. It's so exciting. you know, also start to notice like synchronicities. Like if you do notice repeating numbers, right? Like start to take note of them and then you can look them up. I just do angel number and whatever the number is. And I like the blog spot one. You'll see it on Google. And if you already know a number, you're like, oh my God, I see 333 all the time. Look it up after the podcast, okay? And so you just explore a little bit, right? And um, if you feel like you might be an empath, just look at it. If you're like, yeah, I think I feel the emotions of others, or I get really drained by people. Um, it's really fun to look up like how to protect your energy. And I do um, work with that in coaching on with girls about how to protect your energy as an empath, right? Um, but we're going to pull a card right now. So this is Sahara Rose's A Yogic Path. And we'll pull a card and we'll read it from the book. I just got this. Look how, if you're on the video, look how beautiful these are. They are like such stunning freaking cards, okay? So because I'm talking about spirituality, what I do is I just tune in for a moment and I just like see my heart space connecting to the cards and, you know, now it's just kind of quicker for me. I just know that the right card is going to come out, but you can also sort of, Call in your guides, your higher power, your new best friend, and ask them or it to pick the card for you. And so I'm gonna be, you know, thinking and setting the intent, the intention to get the most perfect card for everybody who's listening about this podcast about spirituality, and I just let it come out. Most perfect card. I don't know if that caught on video, but. I just let them uh, fall out because it makes me feel like it's really the right one. Ah, Bhakti. We're going to read it. Look how beautiful that is. You guys, this card is so stunning. If you're listening to the podcast, you should come to this part of the video just to look at this because it's so beautiful. Okay, let's find Bhakti. 81. Okay, I'm going to read it. Oh, devotion. Ah, that is such, oh my gosh, because devotion is such a big part of spirituality, right? It's devotion to the practice. Okay. You have begun walking on the path of devotion, bhakti yoga. You are devoted to something greater than yourself, your body, your possessions, or your desires. You guys, that's what we're talking about. Okay. This dedication is to the divine. Now it is the time to ask yourself, what does divinity mean to me when do i feel close to the divine paths to bhakti yoga include kirtan devotional mantras meditations and prayer to the gods or the goddesses offering service to those in need and spending time in nature the selfless path of bhakti yoga takes you to the greatest ecstasy of all the bliss of devoting yourself to spirit oh my gosh Can you see you freaking see that's the magic because that is exactly what we were just talking about, right? Dedication recognizing the divine is another word for higher power universe, uh, God, and, and, and finding out what that means to you and how you can feel close to it, how you can connect to it. And then this message talks about different ways like meditating, praying, um, service to others, being in nature, connecting to that, that earth energy. And it's devoting yourself to spirit. Gosh, something greater than yourself, right? And it is dedication, right? You ha- you At a certain point, you become dedicated because you know that you want what is for your highest good and the highest good of all. It's a part of it. And you want to give back to others, right? Like a, a big reason I do what I do is because of spirituality. It's because I'm like, oh, my God, I got to hand this back over and it's so special hmm. okay i'm going to read the reverse so sometimes cards have a reverse so like the shadow part like something you might not see and i'm going to read this just in case because i think um it may help us a little bit too it says when you lose touch with the divine life becomes meaningless our days lose color and words feel tasteless without this connection to the source. How can you deepen your connection to divinity? Read the stories of the gods and goddesses and choose one who's, wh- whose medicine you need. Offer a meditation, mantra, or prayer. Just this single act of devotion can shift your entire vibration and reconnect you to the source. Know that the whole of the universe is divine. See, I'm glad we read the reverse, right? Because... It's important. It's like, sometimes we all feel like we're lacking something, right? Until we connect to that source that's greater than us and that source that lives within ourselves. And so if you're feeling that lack and, and you don't know what it is, and you've been trying to fill it, it might be time to explore what the divine is to you and how you want to connect. I mean, how freaking cool. Okay. So I really love that message and you know, message me about this episode. Please let me know how you're feeling and what you're thinking. And, uh, you know, also like play with crystals and I love crystals and I just like, one, I really like how pretty they are, but they do uplift the energy of a space and you can get specific crystals for specific things and try it out while you're meditating. Um, I was just teaching one of my friends to begin meditating and he bought a crystal for each chakra And he would put them on himself while he was meditating and it was so cool you know and it's adding intention to everything like when you go outside um take a moment to just connect to the energy of the earth uh trust the process right um try out tarot uh look up mantras i love the mantra satnam it means truth is my identity and you can kind of say it like an affirmation um you know and tapping into astrology and moon cycles it kind of is fun it helps you flow with the universe and uh i would love to talk more about spirituality and this week i am posting content all about it and we're just having fun over here so um if you loved this episode if you love the podcast please please consider leaving a review it helps so much and it um spreads this out to other people and helps other people to see it and um I just love you guys with all of my heart. I'm so grateful for this space and for this cool conversation that we got to have. And uh, I'm so excited to see you in the next episode, okay? I love you all so, so, so much. Have a beautiful day. Do something self-loving. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.